So we're holding by Paragdalit, Pasuk Aleph, to learning tonight should be Aschosi, Lanish, Master Bechil, Mechub, Ben Asher, and Yechazkel, Shraga, Ben Avram, Yehuda. So we learned previously that David reiterates the loss of the great man, Avner, the Gadol Adar, and David explains to his men that he cannot punish Yoyav and Avishai for the assassination because his Malchus is not secure enough that he could take such a drastic action against his top two generals. So Pasuk, so, so Paragdalit now tells us that the word reaches and we learn about the fallout that happens from the death of Avner. So Pasuk Aleph, Ayishma ben Shaul, when the, when the son of Shaul, that is Ishbaishas, heard, Kimeis Avner bechevron, that Avner died in Chevron, Vayirpuyadav, his hands became weak, he despaired, he felt hopeless in his situation, Bechal Yisrael Nifholu, and the rest of Klai Yisrael was in a state of shock, a state of confusion, they couldn't make sense over what happened. So the Mitzutis explains that Ah, that Ishposhas realized that once Avner died, there's nobody anymore who can strengthen his Malchus, and he has no power anymore on his throne. The only uh, reason he's even sitting on the throne is because he happens to be the son of Shaul, but otherwise there's no real Kayach anymore to his Malchus. So that's why the Pasuk refers to him as Ben Shaul, because he wasn't in his own right, because of Ishposhas, because he was Ishposhas, he had no power. The only reason he was sitting on a throne was because he happened to be Ben Shaul. Even though he had an angry falling out with Avner, but Ishbaishas realized that the only hope he had of retaining the Malchus was if somehow there would be a reconciliation between him and Avner. But now that Avner was dead, there certainly was no way that he was going to retain any of his power. He was going to lose it all. He was going to become basically a commoner. And it was possible that once he was no longer in a position of power, David would even punish him for being a murdered by Malchus. And so therefore he was, the Pasuk says, that he felt... He was in despair at his present situation now that Avner was gone. The Pasuk also tells us that V'chol Yisrael Nevholu, that Klai Yisrael was shocked and in a state of, of, of confusion because this assassination of Avner, um, he, Avner was about to unite all of Klai Yisrael under David and basically the nation was going to heal from the previous um, split that happened between the Malchus of Yehuda and the Malchus of Binyamin and they were about to heal and all of a sudden as they're coming together and they're about to uh, create this firm Malchus under David, all of a sudden, David's top two generals go and assassinate Avner. Now, they believe that David had nothing to do with the assassination, but look at the people surrounding David. Look who David surrounds himself with. People like Yoyav, like Avner, like Yoyav and Avishai, who uh, carry out these things, and David doesn't even punish them. He doesn't hold them accountable. So all of a sudden, the people were very nervous what type of generals are running David's army. And the Mitsudis adds that they were afraid that these men might come after us, right? It's not, they may not stop at killing Avner, they may try to take revenge on anybody who supported Ishbaishas. So for that reason, there was this Bahala amongst Klai Yisrael. The Mecha Ketan explains the Pasuk of why there was this Bahala, that the people around David were convinced that David had nothing to do with the assassination. But the people who were far away from Hebron, who were not around David at that time, they just heard the news that Avner had died, and they weren't sure did David have a, had a, have a hand in it or not. Now, Ishbaishas was confident that Avner was a good person, and if Avner was trying to make a peace treaty with David, that he was going to come up with some pshara where uh, um, Ishbaishas would retain either some sort of degree of malchus or he would retain some position of power, but it wouldn't be completely, Ishbaishas would be a regular person. And not only that, but 
Avner would ensure that part of this peace treaty is that nobody could take any revenge against Ishbaishas or his men. But now that he saw that Avner died, if David has a hand in killing Avner, then first of all, the pshara is out the window, the compromise is out the window, there's no guarantee that anything is going to remain to Ishbaishas, and not only that, there's no guarantee that they're going to be safe at all. David and his men could take full revenge against Ishbaishas and his men. And so therefore, there was this Rafu Yadayim that Ishbaishas felt because he wasn't sure he was safe from David or from his men. He wasn't sure that David had nothing to do with the death of Avner. The Barbanel says a slightly different shot. He says the reason for the Bahala is you had people on one side saying that David was responsible ultimately for the murder. You had people on the other side that said David was not responsible for the murder. But if that's the case, why doesn't he punish Yoyav and Avisha? Why doesn't he hold them accountable? So that also doesn't make any sense. So this back and forth, created all this Baha'u'llah in Klai Yisrael, that they didn't know. On the one hand, they wanted to believe that David had nothing to do with it, but his actions in not punishing Yoav and Avishai seems to suggest that he was okay with what they did, and so that's what created this Baha'u'llah. Now, the question is, how could this create Baha'u'llah? They saw how terribly David mourned over um, Avner and the lengths that he went to say Kinnus, to accompany the R, and he did all these things. And the answer is, this tells you, the Koyach, that hatred has, that sinner has, that when somebody is upset with somebody or somebody has hard feelings against someone else, they could create a whole backstory and not deal with reality and start to come up with all these excuses in their mind of how David's really responsible and he's really uh, is putting on an act and a show, but he's really okay with what Avner and with Yoav and Avishai did to Avner. Not only that, but he might even be behind it. And so these thoughts and this whole backstory is being made up in people's minds, um, even though there's no basis for it in reality, the sinner was driving the rationale of these people. So Pasuk Beis, Ushtei Anashim, there were two men, Sarei Gedudim Hayu, they were um, the heads of part of the legions of the army, Ben Shal, of, uh, they were with Shal's son. So they were two men. One's name was Bano, one's name was Rechav. B'nei Rimon, the sons of Rimon Habei Raisi, from Be'ei Raisi. M'b'nei Binyamin, from the sons of Binyamin. Kigam Binyamin. These people from Be'ei Rois were also considered part of Sheva Binyamin. Vayivrechu Habei Raisim Gitoima. And these Be'ei Raisim, this, this group of people from Be'ei Rois ran away to Gitoima, to the city of of gas, and they were hanging out there, they were hiding there until this day, until this story happens. Now we will see that these two men go and assassinate Ishbaishas and decapitate him and bring his head to David under this illusion that they have that they're going to be rewarded by David. So the Pas, the Radak explains, the Pasuk is telling you how were they able to get close enough to Ishbaishas that they were Sare Gedudim and Hayu Shal, that they were part, they were generals in the army, and they were close friends of Ishbaisha, so they were able to get close enough to him to kill him without arousing any suspicion. What does the Pasuk mean when it says, Kigam Binyamin? So what does it mean Be'eros is also considered part of Binyamin? So the Radak explains on that that Be'eros might have been in a border city of the Shevet of Binyamin, and people thought maybe it belonged to a different Shevet. So the point that the Pasuk is telling you that the end of the Malchus of Sheva Binyamin, right, the end of the Malchus of Shal, which was from Binyamin, came about through people who belonged to Sheva Binyamin. So Sheva Binyamin brought about the end of its own Malchus. And that's the point of the Pasuk telling you that these, when, these men were from Sheva Binyamin. Next time we learn, we'll come back to Pasuk Gimel and understand who ran away to the city of Gas, why it is that they felt they had to flee, and why they returned now at this time.